I thought we'd kick off episode 182 of Monster Kid Radio with the song Wild Bob. It's from the band The Rad Tones. It's from their album Rad Times in Sun City, and it appears on this episode. With their permission, welcome to the podcast where we celebrate the classic and sometimes not so classic genre cinema of yesteryear. I'm your host, writer-producer Derek M. Cook. Glad to have you here, glad to have you listening, and glad to have you checking out The Rad Tones. You can find them over at theradtones.bandcamp.com. You can download their album there, buy it, and let them know that Monster Kid Radio sent you. We'll be playing the song in its entirety at the end of this episode, but that'll be after coverage of the Monster Kid Radio crash that happened last week at the Joy Cinema. They brought in the movie Last Man on Earth, the Vincent Price classic, and that's what we're going to be talking about on this episode of the podcast. I'm excited. I brought more quarter along and there were a lot of people here. I'd say this was probably one of the busiest crashes that I've been to. And we got quite a few voices on the show. We'll get to that in a second. First, monsterkidradio.net is where you're going to find everything you need to know about the podcast between episodes. From here, you can find links to everything we've got going on, including a link to, well, the Rad Tones and every other band that's appeared on the podcast by clicking on the songs button at the top of the page. Click on the Live 365 button and you're going to find yourself at the Internet Radio Station where we play nothing but music and trailers and sounds from classic monster movies. That's an ad-supported service from Live 365. The ads are not that obtrusive and the music is awesome. That's the kind of stuff I listen to all day long. We also have a link to our Patreon page where you can become a patron of Monster Kid Radio. We just had somebody else become a patron. Just as a heads up, in March we are redoing the reward levels. I know I sound like a broken record, but I swear it's happening this month. So, everybody who's supporting us this way, thank you. Sit tight. We're going to streamline things a little bit. Later this month, we're going to roll out the new rewards and get back on track with that because admittedly, we've fallen a little behind. We also have a link to our Facebook group where you can join the group and get involved with conversations with other Monster Kid Radio listeners. A lot of times people will come to the Facebook group and ask questions or try to figure out what movie they saw when they were a kid or, you know, sometimes I just put up a poll. There's going to be a new poll probably by this weekend in the Facebook group. We also have a Facebook page. Now, there's not a link to that yet, but Facebook.com slash Monster Kid Radio is where you can find that. And I bring that up because our goal was to hit 500 likes by the end of February. Monster Kids, we did it. We now, as of this recording, have 506 likes on Facebook. Thank you so much for everybody supporting us in social media land. Our contact information is here as well. We have our email address. It's monsterkidradio at gmail.com. We also have a voicemail line at 503-479-5657. That's 503-479-5MKR. All right. I am eager to take us to the Monster Kid Radio crash of The Last Night at Earth at the Joy Cinema and Pub here in Tigard, Oregon. Why don't we get to that right after this? screen has ever shown before can surpass the thrills of Ghidra, the three-headed monster. Created from an atomic fireball hurled from outer space, Ghidra, the three-headed monster, threatens man's very existence on Earth. 
the three-headed monster battles Godzilla, Mothra, and Rodan for mastery of the world. Men quake before the terror of their unleashed fury. All new, all never to be forgotten. A new high in screen terror. It's 1966. The space race is on. The Cold War is heating up. And giant monsters are destroying Japan. Dai Kaiju Attack. The serialized giant monster story. Presented free every week on DaiKaijuAttack.com and SDSullivan.com. Become a member of the Dai Kaiju Attack group on Facebook. Join the action today. They have never lived before as they live now. One man has already died and the other was never born. Both exist in a world between life and death. Both long to be human. Neither can ever be. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Ten dead men's bodies were used to fashion Dr. Frankenstein's infamous creature. Tens of dozens of victims have kept Count Dracula alive for three centuries. Only one of these beings will survive their meeting. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Brand new thrills, brand new horror, brand new shock. Dracula versus Frankenstein in color, rated GP. gang, we are at the Joy Cinema for Weird Wednesday, The Last Man on Earth, a classic Vincent Price, probably one of the best. This is a Monster Kid Radio crash, and uh, somebody who's been on the show before, first time I've seen him, I think, in 2015, Rick Myers. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. It's The Last Man on Earth, man. Is this, I think you were saying earlier, you don't know if you've seen this or not, but you've seen the other two. Unfortunately, yes. I've seen the other two. I would have definitely preferred to have seen this, but see, the problem is, is with... A lot of the 50s and 60s Vincent Price films, I don't know if I've seen them or not because I was a little one. Being a kid of the 70s with only five or six channels, if you include all the independents, well, where I was from in L.A., you see a lot of that. Plus, we didn't have just one horror host back then. We had two. We had one on 13 and and 9, and then our 9 became a very famous horror host. Which one? Wilkins? Elvira? Elvira, (laughs) Channel 9, yes. So, which is kind of funny because I've always said she's the mother of (laughs) MST3K. I could see that. Because when I saw MST3K, I kept getting this feeling and go, I've seen this before with Elvira. (laughs) Because she used to sometimes stop a movie in the middle of it at least on the la version of the show and go okay this is a whole pile of garbage yeah. and guess what you're still going to be watching the rest of this whole pile of garbage well there is that now the movie we're seeing tonight though 
I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to flat out tell you, it's not a pile of garbage. So I'll have words I, with anybody who says otherwise. I've had people tell me this is probably not one of Vincent's better films. You're listening to the wrong people. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yes. Uh, I, the, some of the people I know think that the bikini. Okay. No, 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 no. Don't go there. Dr. Goldfoot is a classic. No, they think that is a classic. Oh, okay. Okay. Well then. Okay. All right. <laughs> But see, that's the one thing is, is and you know, I've talked that, that a lot of the horror films from this era used to freak me out, because, especially the Hammers. For whatever reason, the humor that Vincent Price is known for, I was able to handle his stuff, even, even the Fibes films at a young age, just because, for whatever reason, I felt comfortable mm -hmm. with with Uncle Vincent. <laughs> sure, you know, and you guys talked uh, on this last week on the show about how. He kind of was the, um, the Walt Disney of horror. Yeah. When that came out of his mouth, I was like, I, that's awesome. I, somebody's got to put that on Wikipedia. That's amazing. <laughs> well, better yet, someone do the Walt Disney type font with Vincent Price. Oh, even better. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm going to cut you off because I think the movie's going to start soon. So I'll see you in there, man. So I rushed into the movie theater, took my seat, and Jeff Martin, the guy who runs the Joy Cinema, started talking before I had a chance to hit record. So why don't we go ahead and get into his introduction now? Hideous with their inhuman cravings. 
they are not destroyed in the flaming pits of hellfire or staked to the ground in the light of the sun. <coughs> Will the unbelievable become real? A world of inanimate zombies by day, irresistible, horrifying attackers by night. Can a zombie woman's hunger for love repopulate the earth? You told me this was the first time you'd seen it, Jeff. What, what did you think? It was incredible. This is the original The Walking Dead. <laughs> I had always heard that they had found uh, inspiration for Not a Living Dead out of this. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all over it. It's, it's a very different take on the monsters. They call them vampires, but they're kind of zombie-ish. No, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, his explanation for why he may have immunity was... Yeah, that was probably the least plausible thing in the movie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it works as far as the storytelling goes. And, wow, Price puts out some incredible performances in this. You know, the, the film is almost completely him. It really is. He's doing his own thing, a lot of narration over the, you know, whatever. But what I like about this is through the 50s, Price was a little campy sometimes, and it was fine. But this, he, he cracks. You know, you get to see, like, beneath the surface of Price. And it's so good. The scene that moved me the most is when he's watching the home movie and watching the circus, and he starts laughing and then just breaks down and sobs. It's like, I've never seen him put on a performance like that yeah. before. That was really incredible. Really, really good stuff, Jeff. I don't want to keep you and let you go. I'm going to kind of cycle around here. i got some other people here. But, Jeff, it was good to see you again, man. Good to see you, Derek. Thanks for talking to me. Talk to you later. That was Jeff Pollier from the Pollier Graveyard. I want to go over to these guys over here. Jeff Dean, Rachel, and Brian Cook from the Kaiju Cast. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing great. <laughs> All at once. I liked that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stereo's two sides. I don't know what you call three of them. Is this the first time you guys seen this movie? Not for me. I've seen it. Rachel? It is my first time. And I know Jeff's seen it. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. All right, so Rachel, first time for you. What did you think? I liked it a lot. I thought yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I think Omega Man has a little bit more of the fun 70s thing going on, right. but this was still awesome. Having read the book, I loved that they kept with that original idea of that he's the legend, he's the yeah. monster. Oh, that was great. Do you have a lot of uh, Vincent Price in your background? Not too much, actually. Oh, I know. I need more, I, especially being friends with... Uh, Jeff here, and I know he's a pretty big fan, I'd say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely need more in my movie-watching history here. You need more price in your life. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I really like this film. I mean, I love the somberness of it. Yes. And, and it's very serious, and, and price is, like, pretty restrained. Yeah. You know, it's like, compared to, you know, the Vincent Price that we all kind of know and love is like he's, you know, kind of a high on the uh, camp level. Mm-hmm. But in this film, he, you know, he plays it pretty straight. 
you get to see, like I was telling Jeff Polier, you can really kind of see, you know, beneath the surface with Price of this. He's so dark in spots. He's cracking. He failed a sanity check a couple of times. You know, it's just a, a really deep kind of moving performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can totally see the influence. Uh, I know the book influenced Romero, uh-huh. but watching this movie again, you can really see the influence on Night of the Living Dead. I haven't watched the original Night, I think, since I... Uh, put uh, my old podcast to rest but now I feel like I gotta go watch it because of all the stuff that I saw on this it's like that's so Romero you know yeah absolutely yeah. what did you think Brian well I like it uh, my favorite thing about it I'm a big fan of Omega Man but my favorite thing about this one is it's the only of the only one of the film versions to nail the Ben Cortman thing yes and uh, his wife coming back which is really good in this movie that's probably the best scene in this movie in my opinion so. yeah no with the wife coming back and I had forgotten about the dog bit and the, you know I'm, a, I'm an animal person so the dog stuff always kind of gets to me but no I just found this really moving and the music was great and the narration was great I mean it's it's good. If you if you guys have seen a lot of Price, if you were to recommend Rachel see another Vincent Price movie after this, what would it be? In my opinion, I mean, my favorite Vincent Price movie is Theater of Blood. Oh yeah, you know that that's that was a one classic. of his favorites too. But um, I mean, I would start with some of the uh, Poe pictures for sure. Yes, and we just watched uh, the Cronenberg Fly recently, mm-hmm. so I've been meaning to show her the Vincent Price Fly as well. Have you not oh, seen the original no, Fly? No, I haven't. No, I just watched uh, the <laughs> Cronenberg one, which I loved, but now I really want to see the Price one. Yeah, I love the Fly uh, with Price. It's a little Lovecraftian spots. It's just it's a great film. So I want to I want to hear more about your experience with Price, your journey through Price, Brian. You got to hook her up, man. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so you guys are in the Kaiju Cast. You just recorded. You said yesterday, the other day. Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a viewing of which movie was it? It was Godzilla versus King Ghidra. Yes. Then 91. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be coming out at kaijucast.com. And uh, I will catch up with you guys later. Thank you so much. All right. Thank cool. you. Thanks, man. Right. Thanks, Derek. Rick Myers, what did you think? Like a lot of the other people said, it was interesting to see. Um, Price pull it back instead of his full-on theatrical campiness that he's most famous for. Mm -hmm. One of the things I've learned is a lot of the best dramatic actors are actually ones who have a a strong understanding of comedic. Mm -hmm. Um, timing. Yeah, we shouldn't have been surprised when Robin Williams got his Oscar for drama Mm -hmm. with with all of his experience and I saw a film with Bob Hope that he did in the 50s or 60s where he did a serious piece. And it's like, so the king of of horror camp right here proves that he Mm -hmm. can do serious... Well, we already knew he could do serious because his earlier career Mm -hmm. in the 30s and 40s, you know, we didn't see the camp unless you consider a little bit of his character in the the invisible man movie he made he did show some of the beginnings of the camp we would know in the Mm -hmm. 50s and 60s but not like we got later on you know they're starting to clean up so i think we probably ought to wrap up uh it was good to see you again out here rick i'm gonna stop and say hi to jeff martin on my way out i I gotta have some words with jeff actually because he said something you said something at the top of the show when you're introducing the movie about how next week's movie, Spider Baby, yeah. is Lon Chaney Jr.'s best, last best film. Ah. Sir. Was that bad? I love Dracula versus Frankenstein. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> 
It's wow, that's a good point, Derek. I mean, <laughs> the last his last best film in which he speaks. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Okay, we'll let it slide then. My tune just a little bit. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't. Al Adamson. I don't know how much Al Adamson I can get behind. I mean, great title, Xander Vorkov or Vorkov, however he said it. Oh, great. It's. I mean, there are great things about that. There really are. I'd like to show that one. That's a. You that know, would be a great one. Um, but who's got the rights? We, we got to find it. I don't know. I've looked that up and I can't find hmm. it myself. So have to find it. Somebody has to. But but um, we had you know a couple of years ago on a weird Wednesday the flesh. You know who the flesh tones are the band out of New yeah. York. Great band. They were here for a weird Wednesday. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're pals of They were staying at my house and and whoa and they were yeah they were coming up for a weird Wednesday and um or they were here. On the way to my house, they stopped by and then we hung out here and we watched like I think Alice in Acid Land that night. Oh wow! But um, <laughs> but they were Peter, who's the singer in the Flesh Tones, was talking all weekend about Dracula versus Frankenstein yeah. and how much he admires that movie. And anyway, <laughs> I know it's a terrible movie. I know it is, but I love it. I love the terribleness of it. It's just so lovable. It's, it's no, it's 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 hard to believe that a movie can be sort of that bad. And you can have that much affection for it because I know what you mean. I I, I watch it. I like it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm trying to find a copy of Frankenstein Island. That's a hard one to find. Oh, you're looking for it on purpose? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I know. It's a, it's, I, have, I have a lot of flaws in my, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. There, this is a, you've made a safe place for us all, so, you know, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, Jeff, I want to thank you for bringing these movies in. Weird Wednesday. I, this is the first one I've done in 2015. I'm sorry I haven't been sooner. Thank you so much for Thanks, this movie Derek. tonight. Get a heavy out and have you host one soon. That would be excellent. It'd be great. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Big thanks to everybody who came out for the crash and everybody who appeared on the show. Let me see if I can remember them off the top of my head. We had Rick Myers from the Recovering Uber Geek at rdmyers97115.blogspot.com. We had Jeff Dean, Rachel Cook, and Brian Cook from the Kaiju Cast over at kaijucast.com. Com. And we also have Jeff Pollier from the Pollier Graveyard. Go look them up on Facebook. Pollier is P-O-L-I-E-R. And of course, Jeff Martin himself appeared on the show as well. And also, quick shout out to Nathan. He was there as well. I didn't get you on mic, man. I don't know if you didn't want to be on the microphone or it just didn't occur to us. But, you know, next time we do a crash, and if you're there, I'd love to put you on the show. If you're interested. If not, well, it's cool. We'll just hang out and chat about the movie anyway. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Monster Kid Radio. Next week, we have a new voice on the show, Nicholas Hatcher. Now, he's a new voice to Monster Kid Radio and a relatively new voice to the Potosphere. Now, he launched his podcast, Vampire Over Hollywood, the Bela Lugosi podcast. And by next week, he'll probably be hitting episode number two, which is actually the third episode because he did an episode zero kind of thing. Anyway, he's knocking it out of the park, man. He just started the podcast, and it's already one of my favorites and must listens. Well, I had him on the show to talk about somebody who was tangentially involved in one of the best bail. Okay. He wasn't tangentially involved. It's Dwight Fry. We're going to talk a little bit about Dwight Fry in the movie Dead Men Walk. And of course, we're going to talk about the Bail of Lugosi podcast and just get to know Nicholas a little bit better. So come back next week for that. I'm excited. I think he's excited, and I hope you're excited. Also, at some point next week, we're going to talk a little bit about this year's nominees for the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Film Awards. The nominees, the official ballot has been announced. Monster Kid Radio is in the running for Best Multimedia Podcast or Streaming of 2014. We're in there with a number of awesome podcasts and video shows and YouTube series, including one by a familiar voice, 
a name to people here at Monster Kid Radio. But we'll talk about that next week when I break down the ballot and try to mention every single nominee that has appeared on Monster Kid Radio in some capacity, you know, just so we can help out our own. In the meantime... Remember that Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio, LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio, LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. Of course, that doesn't apply to the song Wild Bob. That belongs to the band The Rad Tones. It's on their album Rad Times in Sun City. You can find it at theradtones.bandcamp.com. It appears on this episode of Monster Kid Radio with their permission. So thank you to them. And if you go check them out, let them know that Monster Kid Radio sent you. Talk to everybody next week. <laughs>